to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Oh, yes. Hear the passion in that bear's roar. Roar. Yes. Love it. Love it. Well, it's April 3rd, a couple days after April Fool's Day. And uh, how are you two doing? Good? Great. Great. Back from a, a little family vacation. I'm excited to jump back in and continue to fight the good fight. Uh, we live vicariously through you. We saw some pictures. That was awesome. What a good week that you had. Is that a yeah. tan I see on your face? Yeah, I'm, somehow the screen works better tonight or the camera's working better tonight. I yeah. think you were out in the sun. Did you see any sea turtles in Hawaii? Oh, like 20 of them. Sea oh turtles. We took a boat ride. We uh, rented the Jeep and went to the backside of the island. It was fun. It was just a crazy fun trip. And this wow. was Maui? Maui. Nice. But Here today, go to Maui. I actually was, <laughs> I was listening to you guys on Wake the Bear uh, in Maui, like in Hana at like four o'clock. Just little bits. I even I even typed in little snippets. I, I don't think you saw them, but I was I was listening. So I would love to listen to Wake the Bear in uh, Maui. I would <laughs> definitely love to do that. Maybe we need to do. We could do a remote show. We could wake the Bear of California from a, a distance for a week. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So uh, anything else? I, I know that we we had April Fool's Day. That was our last um holiday and you know I, I had heard about that holiday you know there were a bunch of atheists that have been keep going to court and they keep saying hey those christians have these holy days or holidays you know they get christmas and easter how come they get all that and we don't get anything we we think this is unfair and so they went and took it to court and the judge this is a joke so don't look it up people but the judge says, uh, you know what? We're going to give you a day, and it's going to be April 1st. April 1st. April 1st. April Fool's Day, because the Bible says that the fool says there is no God. The fool has so, said there is no God. Oh, that's funny, Ron. Yes. So anyway, uh, yes, we got a lot happening this week. You know, we, we talked about uh, – well, we talked about what's been going on in, in this week. This week actually started Passion uh, Week. And for those yeah. that are unfamiliar with that term, it's the last week of Jesus before he gets crucified. And, um, you know, there's different there's different interpretations of when he actually died. I know a lot of people think a Good Friday and Easter Sunday morning. I, I happen to be more of a Wednesday night, Saturday night kind of guy looking at all the scriptures. And that's the only way they seem to fit. But you know what? God bless you. If you are a, you know, one and a half day in the grave kind of person uh, versus a three days and three nights. Um, so God bless you either way. He died on Passover. Uh, really, it, we should be celebrating Passover yes. instead of Easter, which is actually a Roman god uh, holiday after right. Asherah. It's it's the fertility god's holiday. So yeah. the Romans obviously stole our resurrection day is actually first fruits. Jesus was the first fruit who raised from the dead. And he is right. an example that we're all going to rise in Christ Amen. I, you know, I, there's such richness in the festivals. Uh, I, I just wish that the church would be more into that. They keep on saying it's a Jewish thing, you know, and if they only knew how much of a Christian thing this was a foreshadow, um, there's such yeah. a richness, but uh, well, you know, what? there's like, it's like the glove, like you, the old covenant and the new covenant fit perfectly together in God's plan. And that's why like, you can't have like a third covenant Mormon Bible, right? It's like there's an old covenant, new covenant, and they come together. And the rich detail of the old covenant is played out in the new covenant and the, the final Passover, which is the final Passover, which is Jesus, the, the Passover lamb. That's right. um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, is it a power? I mean, there's so much rich history. I mean, any good movie you ever see, you, you know, I remember when we were kids, we would go back and re-talk about all the different Star Wars and how they planned it. Even some of the Marvel movies, how they planned it all out. Like, this is the most amazing planned out 
event in human history over the course of thousands of years, God planning to send his son, um, you know, Jesus, the Messiah. And so it's an amazing story. And it's interesting that, and this is the point I want to make tonight, I think, is that, you know, how little the cabal has changed in 2000 years when they crucified Jesus, Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but um, they violated like 18 laws of a mosaic law to crucify Jesus. They actually had to violate their own laws um, to put or take a take a righteous man and put him to death um, by lies and slander and stoking the crowds. I mean, there's a bunch of them, Ron. I know you know those. We were talking about these, but there's just you know you see that going on today. There's some very interesting parallels. I mean, I think you just did a video, Ron, called uh, what uh, uh, Trump's passion, Trump's week. passion week. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to be arrested this week. And I, I, how ironic that it would land on the week of passion that he's going to. The first time an American president has ever been indicted will happen on the week of Easter. It, that's just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, a very odd, odd thing or interesting, I should say. Uh, I think right. it might have God's uh, fingerprint on it. You know, it just, right. just depends on what the outcome is, I guess. But uh, yeah, there's definitely some parallels, you know, and and I, I did do a bear pause on that. Um, and I, I was quick to say right from the beginning that, hey, I'm not equating Donald Trump with the savior, Jesus Christ at all. You know, no. he's just a man, just like everybody else. But what I did notice was that the way that the dark side in the deep state, how they they work the same principles they they do the same tactics there's really nothing new and so what we saw in jesus's last week i see that with with donald trump and and one of the things i really focused in on was how popular jesus was on palm sunday because that's when i had made the uh the bear pause was on um palm sunday and and so basically just running through that real quick you know jesus is getting really popular. He's healing people. Everybody likes healing, right? I mean, that's that's an awesome thing. It draws crowds and, and everybody likes to be well. And, and so Jesus is healing all these people. And then he's telling all these great stories that are giving the underdog the opportunity to be with God and reconcile to God because a lot of them felt like crap because of the, you know, what the uh, high priest would make them feel like, you know, you're not good enough and pay this and do this tithe and, and all that. And so Jesus is getting really popular. So by the time uh, everyone's starting to collect and go into Jerusalem for Passover, Jesus comes and he rides on a a colt or rides on a a donkey. And it's very interesting because Solomon, in his coronation as king, rode in on a donkey. And so you start to see this imagery or the people start to see the imagery. And then it happens to be on Passover, he's riding in and people are laying their garments down and uh, and that was something that was done with Jehu, which was a king of Israel in the Old Testament. And, and basically, um, Jehu came in and they laid garments down as he entered. Uh, but even more symbolic uh, was the palms. They were waving palms and they were putting palm branches on the ground. And that was happening 200 years before with uh, Judas Maccabees. So Judas and his four brothers, uh, they did a revolt against the Syrian um, king. And this this king was brutal. He, he uh, was Antioch, Antioch Epiphanes, I think it was. Anyway, he was a Syrian king. He takes over. He he uh, he sacrifices a pig on the altar, the Jewish, you know, temple altar. And he spreads blood everywhere. And basically, you know, pigs are kind of the icon of unclean animals and not even supposed to eat those in a Jewish uh, faith. And, and so... He desecrates the temple and then he does things like forbids people to circumcise their their kids or their sons when they're born, uh, punishable by death. He put whole families to death. So he's really trying to wipe out their culture, wipe out their faith. And and then all of a, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Judas Maccabees comes riding in and they overthrow this this uh, totalitarian government that that came over them. And so he, that was 200 years before, and he came riding in. They were waving palm branches, and you see it in the artwork. You see it in the book, uh, Maccabees. It's an apocryphal book. And so all of a sudden, you see Jesus coming in on a donkey. People are putting garments on the ground, and they're waving palm branches. 
as if he were the guy that's going to overthrow the Romans. So they were like, this is our guy. This is the, he's the man. And they were all excited and, and, and celebrating. And Jesus is just like, no, that's not the kingdom I'm talking about. I'm talking about saving you from your sin, not from the Romans. And that just really turned people off. They're like, no, we want you to fit in this box. This is what we want you for. We think you're the man. And, and if you don't go with that, we're going to turn on you. And, and then the high priest, you know, they, they're, they're the ones. And we'll, we'll get into more of that. But how the people just turned in, in less than a week. And then I think of Donald Trump, right? I mean, Donald Trump was he was a popular guy. You know, I, 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 I won't play it tonight, but, you know, I played a bunch of videos where he was in all these movies. You know, I know Home Alone 2. And, but he was in like 20 rap songs, uh, popular, you know, Ludacris and all those those uh, those rap artists. And he was like always portrayed as like somebody they wanted to aspire to, you know, living good like yeah. Donald Trump, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. And so Donald Trump was well liked by the African-American community besides receiving, you know, uh, um, awards and stuff for his philanthropy, you know, Jesse Jackson and the Acorn crew. And so <laughs> he was popular. And then what happened, right? So I'm talking too much. I want to give you guys the uh, opportunity to jump in there, but that's kind of the setting that uh, we were talking about. Well, and, and I think the, the point here is that, you know, you, you took a person that's innocent or, you know, you know, Donald Trump obviously is a sinful, sinful man, just like anybody else, but he's not, he's not guilty of the things that they're making him out to be guilty of, just like he wasn't guilty of inspiring or, or causing a riot or insurrection. I mean, they're, they're making up laws um, they're making up language to, to to rally up people to you know to change public opinion, and this is exactly what um, the, the cabal, the you know the the Jewish leaders and the Romans did to put Jesus to death. Is the Jewish leaders violated their own Mosaic laws? So, like things like, for instance, a testimony of an accomplice was not allowed. So, therefore. Uh, Judas could not accuse or witness, uh, accuse or be a witness against Christ. And of course he was. Um, uh, there was no legal proceedings that could take place at night. To me, that was the biggest one. There was this concealment, uh, like even right now, the, the case against Donald Trump is concealed. Well, Jesus, they, they, they did, they, they brought charges against Jesus at night. So it was a concealed case. Um, and you were it was illegal by Mosaic law to have a, a, a court case take place at night. Um, the Sanhedrin, who were the Jewish judges, judges couldn't bring charges. The witnesses had to do that. But there was no witnesses of, against him. And they sought for false witnesses. And their their agreement, their, their testimonies didn't agree. And they still pushed uh, for a capital offense, which couldn't actually be executed. That couldn't actually be done. Mm -hmm on a Jewish Sabbath preparation day or a high Holy week. So they violated their own laws to rush this um, case to court and, and to hide the truth. And, um, and they, you know, they didn't let, they didn't have anybody there to speak for Jesus, you know? And so, you know, just kind of like the J six, you know, there was nobody there to give exculpatory yeah. evidence, mm -hmm. um, you know, so they've been, you know, doing this and, and it all goes back to, you know, why do they hate Trump so much? Because Trump was exposing the corrupt D.C. establishment, both the Republicans and the um, and the Democrats. And it's interesting. Nobody's tweeting positively for Trump. Nobody. You notice that there's no Demo or no uh, Republicans that are established Republicans fighting for Trump in this whole court case. There's barely anything. Anybody saying anything against it. Um, so, you know, if wow. they're being silent. Silence is consent, you know? Yeah, it so. sure is. I, I just want to address, too, why are we seeing a re repeat of history? And honestly, we, we need to understand and keep reviewing the narrative. We are in a cosmic battle that is a spiritual battle. And the same spirits, the political spirit, if they're actual entities that are spiritual spirits, the political spirits and right. they were around when Jesus was around. And so uh, 2000 years later, these same, uh, they don't die. They just reform, find someone else to manipulate, to try and get their agenda. 
going. And you saw it in the Herodian structure with Herod. You saw it in the, the Pharisaical legalistic, even though they were the religious leaders, they were very much, they had uh, political structures. And, and how it manifests is instead of um, righteous law, it becomes lawfare. So they go and they try and find the red tape and they, they, um, manipulate the fine lines and they try to find legal uh, precedents that, that would get away from the heart of the law and create um, an exception so that they can they can find that legal piece and go after it like wolves. And the, the political spirit, it has some attributes. It's a line spirit. It tends to demonize and villainize those that it is after so it, it's not like they're a little wrong they're completely wrong, wrong wrong and they go after there's a pack attack kind of a hunt against their political opponents and they are vicious it's a vicious spirit that wants to steal steal kill and destroy it isn't happy just to have someone lose an election they want to kill that person with their words, with the reputation, with their finances, with their, you know, even bodily, those spirits are, are so demonic. And it uses fear, it uses control, it uses manipulation, it uses intimidation, it threatens, it enslaves, it steals, it taxes, uh, it um, is a, it, um, assassin. It's like a character assassinator and right. uh, it's narcissistic and it's very self-righteous. All these attributes you can see are going on even right now in, um, in Alvin um, Bragg's and his, I, I mean, people are leaving his camp because they go, we don't want to be associated with this this level of evil and wickedness and corruption, they're leaving good positions because they know this is wrong. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He had what two, two top investigators leave. I know that that was uh, a week ago. So yeah. Well, and they're leaking. I mean, they're leaking 34 um, that there are 34 uh, charges against Donald Trump in this case that's old like eight years old before he was a president you know you know before he was even running for president you know these this old case you know and i'm like thinking to myself well, hold on a second so that's all based on the theory that he paid off a porn star to be to have hush money whether he did it or not he paid her off that's the that's the theory that you know and you're thinking i'm thinking to myself wait didn't clinton and biden also like pay off women isn't there I heard that it was there's actually a fund, a slush fund for Congress to pay off people who accuse them of these types of things. So that means that if Trump can be brought, um, the charges can be brought against Trump, that means the charges can be brought against any of the past presidents or any political. So, and Bill Maher talked about that. He's like, well, we better be careful what we're doing, what we're asking for. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, Clinton's probably thinking to himself, and so is Biden. Wait a second. We do this to him; it opens the door for us to be, you know, uh, arrested. Mm -hmm. So, I actually think that might be the master plan: is that yeah. to let it open. You know, there's guys, you know, that have actually said have have intel saying that that's the plan to to bait them to try to actually, you know, handcuff him and and arrest him because that's coming for the other um, the other side. So. Yeah, I mean, there just isn't a crime that's been committed that um, basically they're pushing an agenda and they're trying to weaponize a political process. Uh, they're basing the whole case on a p political agenda and they're attempting to use Stormy Daniels agreement with a uh, campaign campaign fund issue. And it wasn't a campaign fund issue. It was a personal resolution of a civil case that was going on um, that happened. And it ha those kind of um, quieting, it wasn't necessarily hush money, but people are given um, finances uh, to create a confidentiality agreement so mm -hmm. that they would stop. I think, I think it was extortion myself that Stormy mm -hmm. Daniels was doing extortion. But those things happen quite often. President Trump didn't even know about the slut, the, the, 
pay yeah. off. And evidently, uh, Michael Cohen, who was his former attorney, he actually ended up, first of all, before he took um, charge those to his legal account, charged Trump for that, he took out a loan to pay these fees. So he personally took out a loan and then he ended up um, charging the financial payments were billed mm. later as a legal fee. And so even if you put all that aside, this whole case is supposed to be something about federal campaign law violation. And this has nothing to do with um, federal campaign law violation. That would be an FCC issue. And what we see is they're trying to bring up something that was a personal payment issue that had nothing to do with with uh, a campaign yeah they're trying to run yeah. it through the mud they're trying to they're trying to basically you know use this process and it's gonna and this is the interesting thing that i see also similarity to passion week is that satan orchestrated this trial against jesus and thinking that if he put the Messiah to death, that he would have won the battle. And it, mm -hmm. it, the exact opposite happened. I mean, Satan incorporated corruption and betrayal, brought discouragement to people. He, you know, just when the moment when every, all the disciples thought the defeat was imminent and over and Jesus was dead, you know, then it backfires. There's a resur res resurrection. So it, 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 the losses turned to a win. That which was the worst possible thing that could happen to the Messiah actually was the exact thing that saved humanity from their sin. So, and already people are saying, if if there is a photograph, like if he does a perp walk and they take a mugshot, that mugshot will become the most popular picture of all time for presidents, and it's going to actually backfire. And I already was watching. I'm seeing black folk and. Uh, people on on the radio uh, on the on the media saying hey man i didn't even vote for him i didn't vote for him either time but i think i might vote for him now because this guy's being treated like mm -hmm. how we've been treated as as black americans they're they're making up stuff and running it through the mud and so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna vote for him this next time you know so it's it's, it's flip-flopping and what's happening is his numbers have risen um since he was indicted and so i i think that um, the the cabal didn't learn the lesson in the past, and they're not. <laughs> it now. Yeah, history's going to be repeated. Not only did, it, did his numbers of popularity rise, he had a four. He gained four million dollars in contributions the day after his indictment. So talk about backfiring. <laughs> yeah. Did you see him when he actually asked for financial finances? He said, "Listen, your family and you come first. And if you're hurting because of what how." This the Biden administration has damaged your your finances. Don't give to my campaign. But if you're doing well because you know the, my policies in the past have helped your families do well, then I want to encourage you to give to my campaign. I was like, have you ever had a president say, if you're not doing well, please don't give money to my campaign? Mm -hmm. That's never happened before. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. That's why we love him. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, listening to. Um, Kimberly uh, Goldfoyle, she she's uh, she has a, a Rumble account. She's just very articulate, and she was interviewing Joe Tacopina, who is Trump's um, Trump's attorney, and she was asking what's going to happen tomorrow because it's such a strange process. And he said, "Well, nobody really knows. Uh, he's going. He's part of the Trump team. I mean, he's the main guy." And he says, "Well, basically, it's a secret service run operation. So it's going to be they do an incident action plan, just like when they do a parade or a big event. So they have to do this incident action plan, and the secret service are going to." tell them when to get out of the car, where they can um, go and when, uh, how to do it. And then it becomes the New York PD's input because the, the courthouse union deals with once he's inside, although I know that the Secret Service aren't going to leave him. And the attorney said uh, they, they think it probably won't be like a regular arraignment because nothing is regular with Trump. And uh, Braggs is trying to make it a circus. So they're hoping all they have to do is get in, make the plea of not guilty to the judge, find out the motion schedules that uh, they normally have on the, the calendar, 
but he's saying nothing is has been normal with this and they're not getting information. The DA's office will probably try to get every ounce of publicity that they can to make Trump look bad out of this thing. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, Trump is faring quite well. I mean, they, they had a picture of him. I don't know if you saw that picture of him getting out of the car and he looked like a million dollars. It was amazing. Um, want to show it to you if I can, but it was uh, very, very impressive. And to the point where the liberal media was saying, oh, this has to be doctored. It has to be fixed. You know, this, yeah. this can't be true. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me just sh share real quick. Yeah. To Tokapina said that he's a fighter. He was ready to fight. He was um, coming out ready to swing. He's ready to go. And so um, from his perspective, he was mentally ready for this thing. Yeah. So you could see this one, right? Yeah, uh, that's great. Did you see? Yeah. Anyway, he was getting out of the car and uh, it just looked like a billion dollars. I mean, he was, you know, tan, fit. Uh, <laughs> trim. It just looked really good. I don't know if you saw that. I couldn't see it with my screen, but yeah, um, we saw it. Yeah, yeah. and and so anyway, a bunch of people started tweeting on the left saying, "This is all Photoshop. There's no way." Oh my and they, you know, because you look at you look at Biden and, and and even Hillary, they're just starting to fall apart. You know, they're aged, they're old, and and all that. You know, and Donald Trump is 75 years old, and he looked he looks better than he's ever looked. It's like he thrives off of this. And, you know, I, I think it's probably a lot of the prayers of the saints, you know, yeah. I mean, just the Holy Spirit, just energizing them and, and flowing through them. You know, we keep on speaking anointing and protection mm -hmm. and, and life into him and strength and all that stuff. And, you know, just like Moses, right. It said Moses was 120 years old and his eyes were not even dim. And, you know, he still had a, a young man's accountants uh, to him. So I think that's probably what's happening with Donald Trump. I was really impressed when I saw that picture. I'm like, man, he does look good. So yeah. he was made for this battle and God, um, many of the prophets have said he is a Cyrus, which is in Isaiah 45 that, uh, he doesn't have to be a pastor. He doesn't have to be uh, perfect in all his, his activity and his action and his words. He is made for something different and he is standing for us and his his mantra is basically i'm doing this for you and what they are doing to me they want to do to you but they have to come through me right yeah yeah and so you know i i also found a very interesting parallel with the the, the passion week of christ and what donald trump's going through was that there is a point where um there's a tradition that Pontius Pilate would do it. He would offer up um, a criminal and, and pardon them a Passover. And so he brought out Jesus and he brought out Barabbas. He says, Hey, I give you these two people, which one do you want free? And it was kind of a way that I, I think he was trying to allow Jesus. He did. He found no fault in him. You know, he's trying to get out, but, and so he's thinking maybe the crowd's probably going to pick Jesus, you know, because he Barabbas was definitely a known criminal. And it says that the, the high priest stirred up the crowd. So they manipulated the crowd, you know, and, and it's like, well, how do you stir up a crowd? You know, is it one guy said something or did they strategically stir up the crowd? Like, hey, start yelling or start getting, you know, I'm thinking a Ray Epps sort of thing, you know, a provocateur. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. And they start getting the crowd up like, hey, let's crucify him, crucify him, we, you know, crucify Jesus and stuff. And so it's just interesting how that that group that wanted him dead, they also worked the crowd and, and how the crowd is manipulated, you know. And um, I know that J6 wasn't manipulated to do illegal things, but I think they were manipulated to to march in and, and things like that. And then, you know, they were framed. But the provocateurs and it's interesting that uh, it just came out this week that um it, it was proven that the dc police were were providing provocateurs and when it came out it came out the day of the shooting and so mm. it's very interesting how that that distraction you know with the trans um the trans person shooting up that christian school so very interesting how the how the news cycle changes so quickly 
you know. Yeah, that's an old old trick, isn't it? The enemy's using to stir up and to manipulate emotions and to yell and to just do things that um, make it look like it's one way when it's another. Uh, so we know that there have been many FBI uh, implants, people that were embedded within crowds uh, that have created situations that never should have been. I mean, even Antifa, that's, that was, they, what was the, bu- the bus loads that were sent in on January 6th? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a the, bunch there, of them. I saw, saw the video of the, of the guy saying, listen, I'm just standing here and here's the video. There's these three buses that were brought up to the front by the police. They were escorted to the front by police. They all got off, went over beyond below those trees. They all put on brand new Trump gear and then they went to the front of the line. So, you know, we, we know that that was, that, that was the same type of thing that there's this stir up the crowds and give a, give an impression, create an atmosphere to create, you know, to get to, to sway the crowd a certain way so that you can get them to do your bidding. And that is exactly, you know, what is going on. That's what the deep state is doing is trying to, I mean, even right now they were doing a whole thing with Marjorie Taylor green. It was the, um, I think it's the acting mayor of New York city was specifically said her name, heard that she was coming, uh, to, to, you know, um, to, New protest. York, to protest. And he basically threatened her, said, you better be on your best behavior to Margie, mm. Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I'm like, what? And then, you know, and already there's a, there's a circus show getting ready. And you know that there's feds there. They're going to try to rouse the crowd up and anything that they can do to um, create chaos so that they can have a false pretense to usher in your know, tyranny and, and restore order by actually, you know, so I think the biggest thing we need to do is be praying uh, that yes. God's people and patriots, patriots and Christians do not react. They do not take the bait. They, they you know, let it, the process go through. Uh, don't, don't be act violently. Don't, don't even go out. There's no real reason to go there. Just let it just happen. Um, and then the feds are going to have to arrest the feds because there won't be anybody there that took the bait, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard somebody saying, um, I can't even remember who it was, but when, how do we support Trump at this point? And they were saying, should we go out and protest in front of the courthouse? What should we do? And I think the suggestion from the Trump camp itself was do the little things that you could do. So I have an old Trump bumper sticker and it's a magnet. So I'd taken it off my car because the season was over as well as I live in California and I wasn't ready to repaint my car yet. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I'm going to put it back on during his original, his, the last campaign, I put it on my car and I thought, well, if I get keyed, I get keyed, but someone needs to know there are Trump people in this state and they are not alone. And right. so tomorrow I'm going to go protest by putting my Trump sticker back on my car. Yeah. I've got a little, uh, little button. I have it. I have it on my backpack and I, I do work at a big company and, uh, it's pretty woke, but nobody's giving me a problem with it, but I think I might put one on my shirt as well. You know, uh, just a little bit more of a statement, but yeah, uh, you know, flags out they're saying, and you know, but I'm actually excited about this, this whole thing. I know that sounds, that might sound weird to some people, but I think it has to get to a head, right? Before something really big happens. And I believe that Trump is playing them. He's playing them. He's opening up the door. You know, every time they do something to him and they sling an arrow at him, it's something that can be used against them. And it won't be like, oh, this is new ground. You know, you can't arrest, you can't arrest a president. You can't arrest a senator. It's like, well, actually, they did that to Trump, and so we can do it to you. And so it's really paving the way for justice to come, and I believe it is coming. You know, I, I do follow a lot of prophetic words. Um, you know, I'm, I, I just do. I, I follow them. I think there's a theme, and I, I you know, especially after Kim Clements, you know, talking yeah. about two presidents at the same time, and Donald Trump was going to be, you know, exposing all these things, and it just. And it was so many years before any of that ever started to happen. So it really opened me up to that. And I think that's, I, I'm really looking forward 
to what's happening. You know, I, I believe revival is on its way. And it's like, well, what, what causes revival? What, what causes resistance to revival? Well, if you look at the scriptures, anytime Israel is doing really well and everyone's getting paid and everyone's getting fed well, and they, they could care less, they'd fall, you know, with God, they could care less and they would fall into their own idolatry or their, their own um, pleasures and all that stuff. But man, the minute they're losing their freedoms and they're, they're a threat of being taken over, they're like, oh, God, help, you know, and they start crying out. And I think that's where we're at. I mean, you've got BRICS, you know, that major agreement between China and Brazil that's yep. just adding more to dropping the dollar. And if that dollar crashes, people's idol of money and possessions is going to crash with it uh, for a lot of people. And they're going to start looking up. And look how fast people changed, even 9-11. You know, oh, we can't be attacked. And all of a sudden, you know, inside job probably, but, you know, that that building, those buildings came tumbling down and people were like filling the churches. They wouldn't even watch late night comedy. They just were not in a laughing mood. They were just so shaken and churches were filled and God bless America. Everybody had a, you know, a flag. You, you remember all that stuff. And, and so it's like people can change when they're shaken. And there's a lot of prophecies talking about things shaking. I mean, everything's shaking, even the church being shaken down to its core and rebuilt mm -hmm in a new way, you know, hmm. not, not the structure of business structure, you know, it's, it's walking in power and authority and, and, uh, serving our God. And, and so I'm looking forward to it. I think Donald Trump is, is the 5d chess player and he's playing them. You know, the fact that he even talked about, Hey, I could be arrested next Tuesday, you know, two weeks ago, he said that. And then he's like, you know, even DeSantis finally says, oh, I'm not going to go along with this. I'm going to protect them. And Donald Trump is still wanting to go forward. That tells me a lot right there. Why would Donald? So Donald Trump, if he didn't want to be arrested, he would say, oh, I'm just going to hide behind DeSantis's wall that he's putting up, you know, for protection. But he's like, no, nope, I'm going in. At least that's how right. I'm interpreting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like turn the other cheek. <laughs> Jesus said, if someone strikes you on one side of the cheek, you turn them the other cheek, right? You don't, you don't fight. You, you just turn, okay, you hit me on this side, but don't hit me on that side. So it's uh, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any confidence in the, in the judge or even the jury in this. I mean, the case is so high profile. It's in Manhattan right now. And this same judge... He um, he came against Trump in an organizational trial. The Trump organization was brought to court and he was very much biased against the organization. And so they contested that he should be recused. He wouldn't recuse himself. And there appeared to be some improper rulings against Trump due to biased. And the same judge is going to be there. I think that if it doesn't get set aside or dismissed due to lack of evidence or uh, even lawful uh, procedures, that it's going to uh, it's going to be very dangerous for our country. It's setting a dangerous precedent, and if we establish that, then both sides of the the party line could be in in danger because you're weaponizing the justice system. And if you decide to target a political person because of their leanings, it'll go both ways at some point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. true. Definitely. Well, there's, a, there's a bunch more, you know, parallels. I think, I, I think the basic concept is, is that we, there was a very dark, deep state. There's a very much a cabal that is running that's working with inside the government. There are good people and bad people in our government, but there's definitely people that are trying to hide their hide them hide. And uh, they're doing everything they can to stop the guy that's exposing them. And they'll, they'll break all the laws in the book. They'll break just like the mosaic laws were broken to crucify Jesus. They'll break all the laws in the book. And so that's, that's the world we're in. And, and there's, there's just a, I don't know. I keep waking up and I'm thinking to myself, man, the world is so bizarre right now. We live in such a bizarro mm -hmm. world. And, I mean, even with the shooting last week, and now you've got, you know, you've got the president of the United States, the, res the current resident, and other people, you know, announcing a year, a, you know, a day of visibility for transgenders when a transgender is the one that just killed a bunch of people, a bunch of Christians in a church. 
at a school. And there's nothing said about that. I mean, how backwards and bizarre are, is, is our world right now? And I, I was thinking even this, this week, they, they had like that one transgender person who is now the spokesperson for Bud Light. I mean, I, I actually posted that yeah. up here. They have a new spokesperson for Bud Light and it's, it's this woman. Uh, it's, actually, it's a dude. It's a biological male that looks like a woman and they put her in face on the can for 365 days of being a girl. She's not even a girl. Like, it, like, yeah. What do we tell you? Are you guys have lost your, your stake in mind? Well, I did some research and found out that, well, um, the Chinese Communist Party owns a ton of stock in Bud Light, hmm. and yeah. they have and they, and they have major um, stuff in China. Like Bud Light's one of the best, one of the favorite drinks in China. Oh, really? Right. So, so what I see it's it's all part of this plan is to corrupt our youth, to corrupt the schools, to attack the kids, to corrupt our culture. It's almost like inviting the God, God's judgment. Like they're helping us along on inviting God's judgment in uh, against against America. And it's it's it, where I'm thinking to myself. Where are the churches? Where are the pastors? I mean, I am one. I'm speaking out. But where are all my pastor friends? Why aren't you saying, "Hey, I don't yeah. want you indoctrinating my kids at our school and telling them it's okay to cut off their genitalia and take uh, alter, you know." Drugs that alter their 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 physical development when they're too young to even. I mean, we're we're it's just a bizarre world we're living in right now. And I, yeah, I, that's I mean, the wake up call. It is. Yep. Somebody has to wake up. It is very strange how silent people have become, and I'm wondering how dark does the precipice have to get before somebody says something. I mean, we are here to help empower people to say, look, we are a voice going ahead of you. Join us. You don't need to be afraid. We, um, we are standing with you. You can stand with us. What we are saying no against the things that are evil and wicked. I mean, the Bible says the reason that we have financial disasters and that we have infertility and that we have problems with our food crops and our economic uh, abilities is because the heavens become like brass due to iniquity. And that's really what the demonic deep state, because that's what's behind the deep state or demons is trying to do. They're trying to shut down the heavens, which God wants to open up with blessings. He said, just choose life. Choose life, you guys. I want to bless you. But if you choose these other things, the law of, of seed time and harvest, this is you're going to get what you sow. It's how I design things, he says. So um, we're hoping that the pain threshold is high enough soon so people will stand up and they will say, no, we're not going to take that. That's ridiculous. And we need to have language for it. No longer can we tolerate them misrepresenting what they're actually doing by shifting the narrative language, by changing the, the meaning of words from like even from fetal cells to babies. No, you're, you're grinding up a baby when you do an abortion. Let's call it what it is. Stop deceiving us by changing our language. So, all right. Yep. Word uh, warfare is definitely uh, wordcraft and wordsmithing. Mm -hmm. I mean, even uh, when abortion was just being argued, you know, they had to change it to abortion when it was infanticide before. And so abortion is something that can happen naturally, right? You know, when right. something's not right and all of a sudden the body aborts it. And so they wanted to change that infanticide to abortion, even in the argument to try to legalize it. So it is, uh, you know, it's a it's a craft craftiness in that but you know we look at the things that are bringing us to the precipice not to bring doom but i'm i don't want to say i'm excited for these things but i believe this is what's going to drive change because people are stubborn and set in their ways but you know so we had the bricks right the fall of the dollar seems to be imminent, imminent we have yeah. nuclear well a threat of nuclear war with another huge huge world power russia right. yeah. And I mean, if you've listened to the speeches, you know, of, of Putin, he's just like, hey, I'm doing everything I can to try to find peace. And you guys don't, you know, 
the Biden administration doesn't want to sit down and do talks, you know? And so that's, that's, that's another one, you know, and, and, uh, you know, our border, obviously our border is definitely just being overrun. That's three of them. I mean, overrun, like never before the fentanyl and all that stuff, you know, and then just within our inner turmoils with the trans, you know, movement and things like that. I mean, trans day of vengeance, you know, they, 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 they get a free pass to say things like that. My goodness, it's crazy. So, you know, that you're not going to have much support in the media, it just seems to be falling apart everywhere you go. Derailments everywhere, you know? And so when you see all that stuff, I mean, it's, it just shows how, how long can a country survive with that? The fall of a dollar, the threat of war, or maybe even have war. I mean, you know, there, I was watching an older, um, an older speech by Putin that was played. And he talked about, he talked about the U.S. is going to have to get used to losing people mm -hmm. if they keep doing this. He didn't, and and we keep on saying, "Oh, he's talking about Ukraine," but he specifically said the U.S. And so he is he his war is not with Ukraine. His war is going to be with the mm -hmm. U.S. If we keep it up, and that means yeah. you know, that means hard times over here. Right. So yeah, anyway, it's just, uh, but you know, that's maybe exactly what it takes for people to wake up, stop binge watching the latest, this or that, you know, I mean, everybody, I, I look at, you know, on a Facebook, you know, some of my liberal friends and stuff and they, they just, they're just not even on that, that wavelength. They're like, Hey, I went to this concert, you know, Oh, I ate at this restaurant. Oh, did you see this latest Netflix yeah. uh, series? And it's just like, are you kidding? You know, what's going on? I mean, I eat checking dinner. Out. They're but, checking out. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, and I mean, we're seeing the evidence in front of us, albeit sometimes it looks like it's, it's coming slowly. But even this week, China and Brazil, they struck a deal to ditch the U.S. dollar for trade. I mean, that's big. So we know yeah. that the, the U.S. dollar, it's, it's, being challenged right now and something like um the fda they they decided that the fentanyl problem is so big that they're going to make narcan which is the yeah. um uh, over the counter uh and i had just heard in our own local school as a paramedic we used to give uh internasal spray or iv narcan or sublingual Narcan, uh, but now the teachers all have these Narcan kits that they can have their give the little intranasal Narcan. I'm thinking our local schools are worried about this fentanyl crisis, and now the FDA is approving an over-the-counter version of of Narcan. What is the matter with our country, and what will it take to wake up? Yeah. You know, Narcan, isn't that expensive? You you would know. Isn't that usually expensive to get a Narcan, um, you know, shot? It's if it not, is. I'm, I don't know the pricing, honestly. Okay. What, what's interesting, though, is if you make this over-the-counter that readily available, then people are going to be more risky. They'll be like, hey, right. you know, if I go, if I go too far, somebody's got Narcan around. It's everywhere. It's, you know, I can buy it at the local store. And, and all of a sudden it's like the risk is low and sometimes risk is what keeps people from doing it's some bizarre, it's just bizarre so and dangerous bizarre. stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, now let's, there are some people that are waking up um, around other things that are threats. For instance, Elon Musk, just um, him and a bunch of scientists um, said, Hey, we need to stop training the chat GTP, the, the AI because we don't understand what the ramifications would be of having a super brain like that, um, having its own singularity. And so they're, they're asking for a pause or a halt to the training of chat GTP and AI because there, there is severe threats to humanity in that. So, so I'm, I'm not really familiar with chat GPT. What is that? Well, it's interesting. Chat GPT is actually AI. So you literally could type a question into it and it'll answer your, it'll give you like a three, four paragraph answer in seconds. And it's basically a, 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 a AI program that looks at all the information on the internet and comes up and you basically have them write a book for you, you know, oh and some of them, some of it right now, some of the, 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 the artistic coming from an artist, 
the artistic AI that they have now, you can literally tell it text of it, text and say, draw me a picture of Jesus, you know, with his 12 disciples on a boat. And it'll paint this painting that looks like it came from a finished, you know, a finished painting in, during the Renaissance. And then you can now um, Firefly, um, Adobe is using it and you can actually change the style of the art. So it's almost like a lot of artists are saying, wait a minute here it's creating art that looks like it's made by humans and it can change virtual unlimitous styles. And it's like, you're going to basically make it and make it needing a graphic designer, almost unnecessary. Wow. Um, so that, yeah. so there's a, just a lot of things coming on with AI and, you know, and I, and I personally believe AI will be probably part of the system of the antichrist and probably even some sort of biological and Borg, you know, it, you know, interaction like what's being created right now. I mean, it's weird though because here you got uh, Elon Musk. In one minute, he's saying, "Hey, we need to slow down AI and talk about it, put together some rules." But he's running ahead with this, you know, implant in the back of the head that causes the, you know, these, you know, electrodes to actually interact with the brain. Um, you know, it's all starting off in good things. Oh, we're going to do that so that you can interact with the brain and someone who doesn't have use of their legs, you know, who's paraplegic, they, they will be able to help rewire them so that they can actually use robotic hands and whatever. I mean, things that are amazing and cool at the same time are really scary and dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, it just seems like there's a, you know, the, the world we're living in has a lot of, you know, really big challenges right now. And, and I, and I think, you know, like, you were saying, Chris, I think we need to be praying, you know, we need to ask God to protect our, protect Donald Trump when he goes to DC, when he's going for, to um, New York tomorrow, you know, the protection. I mean, obviously he has his physical protection, but he needs supernatural protection as well. We need protection about where we're, where this nation is going and whether it's going to just drop off the, the deep end and become a socialist Marxist, you know, communist state, you know, where you know the KGB or the CIA and FBI are being used to attack political opponents, we're, we're in a very dire moment, you know. And that's one of the reasons I think Wake the Bear exists. So yeah. We're trying to wake people up, you know. Yeah, and I just I want to break that that lie that well, if we just pray, then we don't have to do anything. Because I'll tell you, when you read your Bible and you need to be reading your Bible, there is never a time that God works without going through people. He right. requires uh, a human being. And uh, we talk about deliverers or Christ-like prototypes. Uh, Moses was a deliverer. He was a type, but had the, God didn't just go in and say, okay, you guys, come on out of Egypt. He had a Moses that led him. And Nehemiah went back to the land. He, God needs people to work through. And so we yep. need to get up, get off our couch and ask God, what is my peace in doing this thing? Because he wants us to celebrate along with him. He is looking for people mm -hmm. to be willing volunteers, it says in the, the word, in his day of power. It's his power, but he's, he's looking for somebody to work through. Yeah, and this is a good week to to act up. I mean, you know, it's a passion week, um, but it's also a, a week of trials for for Donald Trump. You know, going in, and so we need to show support. That that could be a small thing as far as having a flag at, at your house or something, and and people will know. You know, and so I I encourage you as well out there to to act up, do something. And when I say act up, I'm not saying you know create problems or anything like that. You know, I think we are above that, to be honest, and I think um, God will honor that. It's it's an act of faith when you restrain yourself from doing fleshly things like fight back, like violence and and, and name calling and and those things. You know, but we pray for our enemies and we expose things. We we get the truth out there. You know, people generally want to follow what's right and what's good. I think if they're presented the truth, the problem is, is a lot of them have been completely brainwashed. They've been brainwashed by false narratives. You know, when you turn that TV on and you grew up saying this is an authority figure reporting the news and that one says the sky is green, you hear it enough and you believe that blue is now green, you know, because that's what you're being told and, and they, they believe a lie. 
and somebody yeah. needs to come along and shake them and say, no, this is what blue is. You know, Brandon is wearing a blue shirt. That's what blue looks like and not, you know, and that sky is, is, is that color and, you know, just to wake the emperor, up. Emperor's new clothes, man. Right. There's just somebody to say, Hey, yeah. this is not okay. And that's what we that's need right. is we need the American people to, to really grow their courage and to say, not on my watch. I'm, you know, uh, I, I actually got to see a guy named Dr. Frank who has been working in election integrity for the last 20 years. And he's actually empowering people, local county levels to, um, to examine, um, vote voting. And, um, he, he's got this whole process that he did does to try to help county officials see that they need to actually take their local authority and make sure that these uh, elections aren't centralized into the States, but that each County has its own role to do, you know? And so it's, it's local action, getting involved in your own local, you know, county elections, and so that there, so that it's, so that you're actually making a difference on the land you live in, not waiting for the government to do everything for you, you know, the, the you know, or someone out there to fix the problem. But being a digital warrior and standing up for truth mm -hmm. and speaking out, you know, that's what General Flynn said. You know, there's this army of digital warriors. I think that's what we're seeing. As a, there's a mass of humanity waking up. Um, to what the enemy has had planned for us. And I think we're, we're coming like through a, a, a Purim, you know, there wasn't a, there was a plan to take over America by, by totalitarian rule. And it's still, it's still there. But if the saints wake up and the patriots become Christians and the Christians become patriots and they actually do their job of holding the line and bringing the truth to their own communities, we can actually see this stopped and, and overthrown. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Arizona is a great example just this week, right? Uh, it was ruled that they are going to get rid of uh, any machine that counts votes. And the, the way yep. they did it was if it has a part that's made from a foreign country, then that machine cannot be used in the election. And so they're going to go to paper ballots, one day of voting. And so that's a major, major victory. And we're going to see more and more of those things. And so uh, people are acting, you know, they're, they're starting to, to stand up, act, and just keep fighting. And, you know, a year and a half from now, we're going to have a 2024 election. Uh, it'd be a good time to start looking into what can you do to be a poll worker, be the person actually counting the votes, you know, because you're, you're not only a poll watcher if you're a worker, but you're a worker and a watcher, right? Because you're watching to the people That's on right. your left and your right. And, and, and you're making sure it's done right and you're doing it right yourself. So I would encourage you even to, to just start looking, call your local uh, county and, and find out, hey, what do I need to do? And just get yourself mentally prepared for, for taking on that role um, in a year and a half. And so, yeah, I, got yeah. a funny, I have a funny for you here. So there was another train, another train derailment in Montana, Bozeman, Montana. But it turns out it wasn't chemicals leaking into the water. It was beer. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> light and blue moon. Uh, I mean, and it's funny because I just said to someone the other day, I said, hey, we've got all these derailments. Where's the one where the chickens get derailed? How come it's always these toxic chemicals? And there's obviously here's one. It's kind of funny. You see the guy on a boat actually pulling out the beer out of the, out of the, out of the derailment. So anyway, <laughs> interesting. Well, now, if you if you want to go conspiracy, you'd say, "Hey, Coors is more American, like Kid Rock, right?" <laughs> and then why wasn't it Budweiser that was uh, derailed? So what's what's happening here? <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's good. That's good. So yeah, it's important we pray for President Trump. It's important that we continue to pray for our pastors locally, that they will start rising up. It's important that if we see a child exploited sexually, we say something, whether when, when we uh, see something that's inappropriate on the screen, we turn it off, we cut off the cable, we say, we're not watching that anymore. We're going to, uh, we are going to censor those things that are evil and wicked. And, and this is our time to rise up. It's the little things. So we, we don't want to say, oh, no, there's, it's too big for us. It is not too big for us. We okay. can take on the deep state one at a time if we work together and we consistently push back. That's right. Well, why don't you close us in a prayer as we wrap things up, uh, Chris? Okay. 
Father, we just thank you that you are no fool, that you have the spirit of wisdom in you. And in this week of April Fool's Day, we say that's not us. We call on the, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, of knowledge and counsel, of might and the fear of the Lord to be poured out on our nation. We ask that you watch over President Trump. You keep him safe. You assign angelic help to him. You give his attorney's wisdom and you to release your spirit over this country and we say let the this nation awaken and have be filled with hope in jesus name amen amen, amen. all right good show and uh we'll see you Make next sure you like week and subscribe like and subscribe to our show Tell please do it'd be it. very important for us this has been wake the bear radio on ksco 1080 on your AM dial.